Welcome to the Immeasurable Podcast at the Krishnamurti Center in Ojai, California. This series reflects upon Krishnamurti's work and how it directly impacts the listener. The invitation is to inquire together into the fundamental nature of our existence. Hi, this is Henry Fisher. Welcome back to the Immeasurable Podcast. Today I'll be speaking with Jackie McKinley, who has an upcoming program April 19th uh, at kfa.org. It's an online program, and you can go to programs uh, at the website and sign up or just read the bio to see if it interests you. So many people listening to this podcast have been to many dialogues, and some are new to dialogue. So to have something for each person and to show a little bit about Jackie, uh, which might make you interested in the program— I'm going to, we're going to give a little for, for each type of listener. Now, first of those, all well, those who are new to dialogue, the idea here is to have a conversation or discussion kind of at a different level, where the topic and the content of the po- topic are not all that are looked at, instead are actually relation, relationship to what's going on in the moment is also examined, but not analytically through a kind of observation, through perhaps a spontaneous awareness attention, where we see someone shares something and maybe I react to what they say. I don't like what they said, or it makes me uncomfortable. And in some conversations, I might just express my point of view, ignoring that. With this approach, it isn't ignored. In dialogue, the actual process, the movement of mind the movement of emotion that is happening all at once is part of the conversation. And it's part of the conversation, not through analysis or unpacking psychologically all these things coming up in our consciousness and focusing on that content. Instead, we're just attentive to those things. We're aware of them, in a sense, as we go into something like what is fear or for Jackie's upcoming program, what is the nature of hurt in our lives? Yes, just hearing what you're saying, Henry, now does bring up an interesting question, I think, which is that as I'm sitting here, I'm seeing there's a tendency in the mind, in my mind, to feel that somehow I should know something. I'm being asked to come Mm. here, I'm being my full name is being given. Uh, And often in these situations, one is interviewing an expert in some Mm -hmm. way on a subject. Um, And I feel it's necessary to underline that this investigation has nothing to do with one or more people that are being interviewed or involved in a conversation. It's nothing to do with anyone being an expert. Now, that's very... That really cuts through a very normal occurrence because you usually only listen to the podcast of somebody who you feel knows something. 
I think it's probably interesting to bring out the fact that in some context, some context, it's fine yeah. to be an expert. Right, right, right. If I need to find out about what happened, say, in history, if I need to know right. about right, I don't, health, right. for example, I, I would like to know somebody who knows about it yeah. that would give me the facts. I don't want a five-year-old child to drive me home tonight. <laughs> I'd rather it be someone who is, quote-unquote, an expert at driving. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So there's a practical. So there's a practical yeah. application. So this, I'm bringing this out so that we can really get into this right from zero. Okay. So obviously, in some fields, then we've said it's useful. So now, why are we saying that here we're not f experts? Mm. One and two, that we don't even want to begin in a place where we have understood things before mm. that has made us into experts about a field and that we want to share that. No, we're saying we don't even want to do that. So people listening may think, well, what do you want to do? <laughs> right. And right, why? Right. Great. All the questions you just brought up are, I think, point precisely at... Uh, the whole reason for this conversation in a way uh, or the 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 potential that the the conversation has well let's look at it so what is it we were saying that knowing something already can be useful driving a car or some kinds of situations where we just need to know the facts. What, what does knowing something already about the nature of awareness or the nature of self-knowledge, why does that, dis, why does that, what am I, I don't know how to right. put it. What's, what's the problem with that? What's or, the problem yeah. with that? Exactly. The, the, as soon as you said it, uh, as I looked at this, the experience here, uh, I felt, well, for, it, for, if I know something, it means somebody else doesn't. Okay. So are you saying that then there is a feeling of either inferiority yeah. or superiority? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Right. I know about the nature of myself and who I am, and another person doesn't. In a way, I'm wise person. The other person is, you know, chasing their tail as a fool or something. Right. So then the conversation can't be a shared field. Right. So what we're aiming to do here is to create by not feeling either superior or inferior, uh, what, are we trying to create a shared field? Something about that. Something about that. I'm, as you say it, I'm just skeptical. Suddenly now I'm confronted with all the ways that I can't listen to you or I can't have a conversation with you because uh, I may be trying to listen so that I'm a good person, you know, or I'm a good listener, or I might be 
I notice all of a sudden I'm bringing a lot to the conversation. If you're pointing out how could, how can we meet at the same point and have a conversation together? Mm. I think of the ways I'm different than you. I think of maybe the different motivation. Maybe I have a motivation that's different than yours. Maybe I, so do we have to be the same for us to have a conversation? Or what, what about us? What has to be actually happening for there to be a real conversation right now? Yes. That isn't a play of inferiority and superiority. Isn't, uh, yeah, what, what has to be in play for us to have a real conversation together? Well, I think to begin with noticing if those things come into being. Okay. So if I'm saying something to you, um, if there is a, a feedback, a nonverbal feedback going on inwardly that is telling me that was a good point. Yeah, right, right. But that is that is happening. There is something going along as we converse. So does that have to be extinguished for me to have a conversation with you? Or is the awareness of it enough? Yeah, I'm basically asking, how can I be humble about this process when it seems that I am filled or loaded with a lot of uh, history, with, with, um, with something that's evaluating what's happening, analyzing what's happening? When all that's going on, him. But isn't it a isn't it a moment of humility when I mm. catch the fact that I'm thinking, oh, this is a good point, yeah, and I'm aware of it, yeah, rather than it's happening unawares, mm. and I and I believe that I actually believe that what I'm saying is very interesting, mm. and and I and I see a lot of things. But mm -hmm. to actually catch that, it, it means it's part of everything we're looking at. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So then I become, I become instantly the guinea pig. I right. can't just be the scientist. Uh huh. I can't just be the person managing this conversation or, or trying to get somewhere or trying to yeah. resolve or trying to work something out, the scientist doing the experiment. I'm also the guinea pig right. that is acting out the ordinary human being. Uh-huh. And it is the awareness of that human being in the moment, as you spoke about at the beginning of this podcast, unfolding in the moment that's that is of interest how do you have it so though that you are seeing this unfolding in the moment uh it, in a way that isn't caught up in the same stuff like how how do i see what's happening without getting lost in a daydream 
you know, if I'm suddenly daydreaming, yes. I'm not with you. Right. Right. But Absolutely. when you're saying being in the moment or, or not being in the moment, but we're talking about, you know, having the conversation right now, I notice that there is this management going on, right? Of was this a good point? Did I say something right? Did I, right. am I getting now, it? Is that management in awareness or is it driving what is happening? It feels like it's in awareness, but I, I guess there's a part of me, and this comes from looking at this stuff for a little while, is what about the stuff that I can't see? So is what we're talking about very much what you're talking about now? Is the, the, the problem in the human being, the fact that we want, we want to have something, we want to have an ability, we want to get mm. somewhere, we want to get to a place where we have free awareness or yeah. some kind of freedom. Yes, mm. some kind of freedom. Right. Yep. So that, because that is driving everything, uh -huh. that is never seen. Mm. That is not being seen. Mm. So then, what what happens is this this wanting to be have free awareness is driving my mind. I don't see that it's being driven by that. So I don't see that everything that is taking place is in order for me to check whether it's got there or it hasn't got there. Right. 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 Is this the case? Yes. Is this correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying, is there something else? Is there something else which is an interest not in getting to a place of extraordinary awareness or open awareness or free awareness? It's not about that. Uh -huh. It is perhaps... Is it, I should just take it as a question, is it about experimenting, okay, let's say playing, experimenting with what is being seen at any moment? Mm. With no motivation, mm. nothing's driving it, nothing is driving it. Now, how could nothing be driving it, though? Aren't we always kind of up to something right so if we are always up to something which probably yes we are 99.9 percent right, sure right. we are if there's a if there's an interest to look at whatever is occurring uh -huh. this would reveal itself right i guess so as soon as I mean this is my this is my claim, we have to see whether oh. this is correct. I'm saying as soon as there is a motivation, that motivation will blind us. That oh, okay. motivation will create a setting, will create what is to come. It must do Are that. Are you saying that in a way motivation leads to some kind of inattention. Yes, it leads to a reduced field. It, 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 it wants a particular thing. Oh, right, okay. So it, it, it will, when it finds that thing, then it is, yes, can we attend with no mission? Right, right. 
No mission to get anywhere. If I have a conversation with you and it's all based on analyzing what you're saying and analyzing what I'm saying, it's working toward creating something that's a structure that I can understand. That I already, in a way, understand it because I'm already familiar with it. So it's like having the same conversation with myself over and over again. And analysis has to come from the past, doesn't yeah. it? It has to come from my memory. I think, I think so. this is a key point to bring out. Yeah. But, so, and that it has to be because I wouldn't be able to, I, I wouldn't be able to um, judge it in a particular way if I didn't already have the idea of something. So what we're saying here, we're saying what we're trying to do here is to have a conversation where memory, right. what I already know, memory is, is when it is intervening, it is seen as intervening. Okay. Okay. That's the, the that's, yes, okay. I think I would say that. Okay. So kind of a starting point to look at is when memory is, is coming up and when it comes up, it's seen that it's intervening. Yes, it's seen. Because right. I couldn't say I want to have a conversation right, right, without right. memory right. because it would seem that we are, right. our very natures are built up of, of memory. Right. Now, that memory can take the form of an idea and of a very clear idea, but it can also have more subtle manifestations. It can take the form, I feel, you have to see whether you feel this is correct, whether you see the same thing here. I feel that that memory can also manifest as a, a slight emotional or a sensation or a kind of, let's call it an emotional, a defensive, the beginning of a defensive movement mm. of some sort. So, We've brought up a bunch of things, like we've brought up management, and we've brought up defensiveness, and we've brought up uh, memory. Memory. We've brought up all these things that can be happening when we normally have a conversation with one another, and because we were discussing awareness, because we're discussing we're looking, awareness, we're yes. looking at awareness, and we're looking at the fact that we want to have a conversation that has a different quality. Right. In right. It. It's it, it's not just based on the past, but it's not just uh, rehashing something I already know, right? Um, but all these things in the past are coming up. They're, they're here, memories here, all these things are here. Um, well, Krishnamurti is, is saying that we are the past. Okay. We, we are creatures right, right. of the I past. I can feel that I literally, as soon as these come up, I also find myself to be here, I mean, in, in a psychological way. So it, it does, what you're saying there makes sense. But, um, he says even we're second-hand people. There's nothing first-hand. So are we trying to engage in a relationship and a conversation now which is first-hand? Huh. And what would that be? Right. So hopefully this sets a bit of context around what dialogue might be like compared to normal conversation. So in Jackie's upcoming workshop on how do we explore hurt in our lives, we'd be seeing if we could look at that in a first-hand way. Maybe most of the ways we've dealt with hurt 
are historical, are based on our memory of hurt. What does it look like to explore hurt or even the memory of it right now in a more direct way? And seeing also the ways we tend to defend against direct observation of it. Maybe even some of our psychological explanations are a way of distancing ourselves from this hurt. So I think in Jackie's workshop, the idea is by continuing to look into everything that's happening around hurt, how we may move away from it, what it might mean with the group, we may start to uncover something new about hurt in our lives. But I leave what that might be to the explorers of it. Because obviously to look at something new in a firsthand way, it may not be something that one can easily explain that you can take away from this conversation. And that's why this dialogue program is experimental, alive, and fresh. I mean, we really don't know what we will find. But we'll question whatever arises and see if we begin to see the same thing together, which has some element to it of suspending potentially memory and meeting in a complete way what's happening right now so that it's kind of a shared field, but not something we can easily box up. It frees us from the box, I'd say, would be would be maybe the, the direction of this. But again, I'm no expert, right? He, Jackie's no expert, and, and Kay describes himself as the speaker. So really, all of this is asking us to just engage in the question. And that's what we offer through dialogue. And that's what Jackie's program, An Exploration of Hurt in Our Lives, will attempt, will be an invitation for, I should say. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening. The Immeasurable Podcast is a project of the Krishnamurti Center, funded by the Krishnamurti Foundation of America. For information on our online community, programs, and how to support this work, please visit kfa.org.